The 22-year-old female driver just up and slammed her black 2016 Jeep Patriot into a utility pole. Now, what <sighs> happened next is the kind of stuff that you only see in movies like Final Destination, as the impact severed at least one of the power lines above from said utility pole. You're listening to a 4x4, 4x4 Radio Network Podcast. Are you ready? It's the Jeep Dog Show. With Wendy, there will be body damage. Jock. I like making people laugh. That's it's good for my soul. Jock. Yeah, I don't think so. And I think that's a huge deal. So sit back, strap in, and brace yourself. You know, we had a really, really good roundtable episode uh, on uh, on our Tuesday, our last Tuesday at PM recording. And uh, it was actually a, a Greg Henderson. Uh, I mean, everybody's great that's there, but it's it's always fun when Greg Henderson from, from uh, Unofficial Use Only shows up. It was his first time uh, being back to the uh, the Zoom meeting uh, since SEMA, so we got a little uh, a little uh, background information uh, that uh, the goings on at SEMA, specifically having to do with Greg and Unofficial Use Only, and uh, some of the background stuff uh, that that happened there from from Greg's perspective. Did the bike end up getting returned? Uh, I asked about that. I don't remember if I asked about it while we were recording or after the show. It did. Oh. It did not. Oh, but gosh. but it, 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 yeah. I'm, and I'm not. Sorry, I'm not going to share everything. Sorry, I, I'm not going to share everything that 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 he shared. No, it's that. okay. But well, uh, they had to go back they had listen. they actually had video of oh. uh, the the event that this was at. Uh, that the the so not only was it stolen. It was removed from a bike rack, and it was at a invite-only event. Ooh, and they got video. Oh, 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 dang. So that wasn't a just a, uh, a, a bloviation of we yeah. have video. They do. And Ooh, yay. the bike wasn't returned. And keep in mind, this is a felony because it was yes. over $8,000 for this bike. Oh, mm-hmm. dang. So and, it's a, and they're probably going to lose their job too. Hopefully, if there was VIP only, they're probably with groups of people, right? So and, and so they have yes. they have this uh, on video, but the 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 company that uh, ha- that handled the video does not would not give them it showed, they didn't do anything other than just uh, a couple of uh, grainy images. But that wow. doesn't keep the police from getting the video, mm-hmm. and the police were given uh, the video. And uh, so they had the opportunity to return the bike without having the police involved. Right. Didn't take it. And uh, gosh, dang, man, you got someone's some, got wounds. Uh, yeah. I was just gonna say that, Josh. Jeez. You beat me to it. <laughs> so uh, Greg was uh, saying that these these bikes they actually allow you to sync them up with your phone to keep track of them. And he oh had God, not. He, no, he had not done that. <laughs> no. But immediately did it with the remaining bike. <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah uh we may be hearing something about that in the future uh but anyway it was uh, it was really interesting it was a really interesting story and much more yeah, so than okay. just just the bike the e-bike thing and uh greg loves those things i mean he he just amazed about how he can uh i think he was at moab you know he took uh the uh, the two-door gladiator uh, uh the, to moab after sema and he was actually riding that bike, and he was relating it. I've never been there, so I don't know exactly what he's talking about. But took it from town, uh, or took it from wherever they were, all the way into town, 
And he says, I couldn't do that. I'm not in shape for riding a bicycle for, <laughs> exactly. for three miles or five miles or, or whatever yeah. it is. That's a lot of pedaling, and, and, yeah. yeah. And he said with this, uh, with the, the, the electric assist, it, he says he just felt like a kid riding this bicycle because he was oh, just able geez. to go. Somebody else is pedaling for grand. him. Sure I'd have one in, in my garage too, you oh know. That's, that's so it was, pedal- well, you can't life. have one there. I mean, if the, if the, if the uh, Civics take off like that, you can imagine. Well, imagine what a bike oh, that costs no, that as much as a Civic parked in the garage. You have to have a low jack on it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, seriously. Yeah. Well, he's got it all tagged now. So the this other one, uh, just get whoever gets it will just get the hell beaten out of him. I'm sure. Uh, but uh, so anyway, that's what happened there. And uh, but we'll hear, be hearing more stories about that. I'm sure because we're going to be doing a uh, another roundtable. But this time we're going to be doing a roundtable with Greg Henderson, unofficial use only. Uh, I need to uh, validate the date with him, but we're looking at uh, doing that, the recording on November 29th, and uh, you will be able to uh, speak with Greg uh, and ask him uh, questions about SEMA and stuff, but uh, actually, he's in the Zoom meeting a lot, so you, people have been asking him questions uh, uh, I say, yeah. for, for a while <laughs> he's now. He's probably getting bombarded. He's gonna, exactly. Yeah. It's like, I've already answered that question five times. Stop but, asking me. But I love the <laughs> idea of having him on, and uh, just it's just him, free flow, yeah. talking about nice. SEMA. And, uh, uh, That'll be cool. Yeah, so really looking forward to, to that. You know, well, it doesn't, stay tuned, Jeeper. Yeah, yeah. You know, it doesn't matter if you have a Jeep, want a Jeep, or never driven anything but Jeeps. This show's for you. Chuck, Wendy, Josh, and myself are here to inform and entertain you while we talk about how to get, uh, get away e-bikes. with theft of e-bikes. E-bikes. <laughs> get away with a felony. No, that's not and what we do. At least, at least temporarily get away with it. <laughs> that's right. For a moment. Well, welcome to the show, Jeeper. I'm Josh, and on this episode of the Jeep Talk Show, I'll be covering the latest in an ongoing issue with Jeep plants in a certain area, and this is going to be a little bit of deja vu here. And you won't believe how close of a call it was for this one Jeeper who lost her ride in a fiery crash. Later in the show, I've got an all-new must-have as well for any Jeeper who likes old classic military Jeeps. Well, howdy, it's Wendy, and this episode I'm going to be sharing some things I am grateful for. This is Tony, and I am so lucky to have so many people helping out with the show. I am just truly blessed as we start our 13th year in publication. Amazing. (laughs) Local Jeep News, National Jeep News, and news from around the world. It's This Week in Jeep. 13 years. Not a single paycheck. (laughs) Or fight. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. And we've never had a fight. Hold on a minute. What? (laughs) Well, uh, Jeepers, uh, Jeepers, the the state of Michigan has issued a violation against the Stellantis Jefferson North Assembly Plant in Detroit for exceeding its permitted emission limits. The Department of Environment, Great Lakes and Energy on Monday issued the notice at the plant that produces the Jeep Grand Cherokee and Dodge Durango SUVs after an emissions review showed that in September there were more than the allowed 4.8 pounds of VOCs being emitted from the plant. VOCs, or volatile organic compounds, can combine with the air and create ozone, which is harmful to breathe and can lead to respiratory issues. Keep that in mind when we get to something here in just a little bit. Now, Stellantis, Jeep's parent company, has until December 5th to to submit a written response to the Air Quality Division about how it plans to remedy this violation. The Jefferson North Assembly Plant is the facility adjacent to the new Mack Assembly Plant, which has faced numerous air quality violations over the last year or so over an odor from its new paint shop. You remember us talking about that numerous times here on the show. Mm-hmm. 
Well, a proposed consent order is under consideration to resolve the violations with the installation of more emissions control equipment there, a $63,000 fine, that's not chump change, and supplemental environmental projects. That probably means things like planting trees. Now, according to the last census, the low-income housing projects surrounding the plants, which together are known as the Detroit Assembly Complex, have a majority of black residents who for years have been complaining about the air quality in the area. According to data from the Centers for Disease Control, these residents have exhibited levels of asthma as much as 176% above the rates of the state as a whole for decades. The zip code there is one of just several in the city to have the highest asthma hospitalization rates for both adults and children, according to the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services. So this is way more than just a stinky air issue or a bunch of eco-nuts over-exaggerating a minor issue and blowing it completely out of proportion. Honestly, I think the state and the local residents are well within their rights to demand a little bit better from Jeep and its parent company in this regard. Well, I'm glad they're out there checking it and it's good that they're going to have them come up with a plan, but it seems like it needs to go quicker. If they just discovered this in September and this is now, what, November? Well, and this is right on the heels of, I think, more than a year and a half of issues yeah, going paint. on with the Mac assembly plant and their paint exactly. booth. And, and yep. it's just, that was one issue after another. Well, we fixed it. No, you didn't. We, well, we put this thing in place. Well, it's not working. Well, we got to mm -hmm. replace it then. And there's more fines and there's all this other stuff. And it was, it was just month after month after month of, of reports of, well, we did this. Well, this isn't working. Well, now it's doing this and more residents are coming forward. Now there's these health problems and class action lawsuits. And it was just one thing after another. Well, as soon as that all pretty much went to the wayside and what we thought got all taken care of, well, now here's the plant right next door kind of having similar issues. And it's mm -hmm. like, come on, Jeep, what are you doing? Yeah. Well, and I'm sure it's happening with other um vehicle manufacturers as well we just happen to be reporting the news on jeep right it's not this, this isn't is just true just them. well you, we could supposition i mean we could assume mm -hmm. that that's happening now i i haven't been doing my due diligence in, in in researching other auto manufacturers as far as what their epa complaints are are like and certainly obviously my focus is on jeep this is a jeep podcast yeah. so but you raise a good point is this happening elsewhere you know that's that's mm -hmm. a question we may have to dig into and find out is jeep the only one or is Jeep just maybe one of many? Maybe they're not mm -hmm. as bad as others. Who knows? You know, you raise a good point that maybe we need to look into. So have you ever got, you guys ever seen an automotive accident that was just like, ooh, geez, you know, that kind of, you almost felt that yes. one when you saw it happen. I, yes. We've seen a couple of accidents here and there, right? We've all been witness to one thing or another. But the cause of this particular crash is still under investigation as witnesses can't say why the 22-year-old female driver just up and slammed her black 2016 Jeep Patriot into a utility pole. Now, what <sighs> happened next is the kind of stuff that you only see in movies like Final Destination, as the impact severed at least one of the power lines above from said utility pole. The live and now very dangerous power lines hit the ground and immediately turned a pile of leaves underneath the Jeep into a raging inferno. All of this happening in just with a few seconds. Now, EMS and fire were on the scene in few minutes, but unfortunately, by that time, the Jeep was half engulfed in flames. The power to the downed lines had to be cut off before firefighters could start addressing the fire. In the middle of, of which, you know, fighting this fire, something actually exploded and giving fire giving this like fireworks show to the whole effort now thankfully in all the chaos the driver somehow managed to escape the jeep before suffering electrocution or severe burns if you were to see the severity of this fire and how fast it spread you'd think it was a miracle that she escaped at all 
Well, a 22-year-old, a female, slamming her vehicle. So was she, what, her, her boyfriend and her broke up? Was she pissed I, off about know, the right? boyfriend cheating on her? <laughs> I mean, I could yeah. see at 22 several reasons why you would think you were invincible and yeah. could just crash into a pole. <laughs> Did you say what state this was in? I did not. So we can uh, assume it's probably uh, a uh, maybe a state that uh, she would have gotten very upset when uh, Trump announced his uh, running for re-election. <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> what, what what are you saying, Tony? California? Come on now. I just can't stand it. <laughs> one of these like never Trumpers. Just bam yes, right to a pole. I just gonna, can't take so, it. I'm going to show I'm, them. I'm not saying it. I'm not saying she's not justified. I'm just saying that that <laughs> could, could, could have got that kind of reaction. You know. <laughs> Oh boy! Yeah, <laughs> anyway. pretty pretty crazy. No, 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 though nonetheless. Now there is some video circulating on YouTube uh, of this. I mean, just some r very short five or six second videos of of this jeep engulfed in flames. There's another one out there of the firefighters uh, uh, addressing this fire. That's where I actually got the second picture in our story. Uh, it was actually a point of explosion when something went off, and and there's this this shower of sparks that is emitted and exploding from the fire itself. I mean, it's pretty, pretty, uh, pretty interesting video. Uh, you got definitely got to say it's it's captivating, if nothing else. Well, uh, seeing a vehicle fire like this and and just things escalate so quickly. And this was the and power I, lines that caused the fire, right? Correct. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, they got the leaves on fire, but I was going to say maybe it was an you know electric vehicle, but not 2016. So. No, it was wasn't just a explosion. Jeep Patriot. Yeah, they, it wasn't uh, anything to do with a battery, anything like that. It wasn't like this thing slammed into a Tesla and just mm -hmm. everything exploded all at once. No, this was, yeah. I mean, things kind of progressed. It got out of control very quickly. But, I mean, nonetheless, it was a single vehicle accident and, and uh, I mean, just some power lines and just wrong place at the wrong you know, time. I guess. And she's very lucky to not have gotten electrocuted because as we know, those lines come down and you don't necessarily realize they're down. Right. And what are they touching? You step out of the vehicle, bam, you yep. know, you don't know. So she's oh, very, very had, lucky. If it had been raining, if there oh, had been water it. on mm -hmm. the road surface, oh, forget no. about it. No, this would yeah, have been a completely done. different news story at that, at that yeah. point. Yeah. The, so the, the, the leaves wouldn't they, have caught on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Well, she might and have, then there's but, that. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, uh, I, and again, this isn't any kind of insurance job or anything, because who could predict uh, to actually hit oh. the thing hard enough when the lines come down and the, the leaves catch on fire? Seriously? But it reminds me of, like, you know, how if you could make that kind of plan, uh, it reminds me of what uh, I've heard of people doing in uh, down here in the Houston area whenever it floods. People will literally drive their vehicles that they don't want to pay for anymore uh, wow. Under the overpasses, into the you know the twenty feet deep water. Are you kidding? Yeah, that's what I've heard. I mean, I don't oh, know for sure, but you have to wonder about somebody that. I mean, there's a you're going under an overpass. Uh, there's uh, people surfing the waves uh, of the water right. in there because <laughs> it's it's so it's so deep, and there's a measuring device there to, to let you know how deep the water is. <laughs> So, yeah, you got to wonder, do people actually think that their Honda Civic is going to be able to transverse 14 feet of water at its deepest point? No, I don't think so. Well, Not. hopefully she's she's good and it wasn't some sort of an issue with her, you know, like medically. Yeah. But I'm glad she had the sound mind to get out and not be hurt any further because that's, that's pretty serious. 
Well, the luck. I mean, not even been sound of mind. I mean, you you slam into a into a pole like that. I mean, chances yeah. are your bell got rung a little bit. You know, the Just fact that she right. she had the wherewithal to figure out, hey, mm-hmm. I need to do something here, and was able to escape without injury. Uh, it's just miraculous. Uh, and the it fact is. that she didn't get electrocuted, that she didn't get burnt at all. Mm-hmm. It's just, I mean, good Lord. You want to talk about somebody having a guardian angel on their shoulder. I mean, that was 100%. One event that would uh, wow. uh, solidify that. And maybe, well, she, maybe she bought a Wrangler to replace this one. So. <laughs> one can only hope. <laughs> if you've got a news tip response to any one of our news stories, be sure to let us know what you have to say. You can do it by phone or by email. Just head over to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact, and you'll find out all the different ways you can interact with all of us here at the show. You're listening to a 4x4 Radio Network podcast. There you will find Trail Chasers, the On the Trail podcast, the Center Steer podcast, the 4x4 podcast, and of course the Jeep Talk Show. It's all at the 4x4 Radio Network, and it's the web's only place that you can get the internet's best off-roading podcast all in one place and all for free. It's the number four, the letter X, the number four, radionetwork.com. That's 4x4, radionetwork.com. We'll see you there. What? Where's the noob? Noob! 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 Hey, newbie! Newbie! Noob Nugget. It's time for Newbie Nuggets. Well, giving thanks this time of year is easy to do before we all get busy with our obligations of the upcoming holiday season. So in this episode, I thought I would share a few things that I'm thankful for. I'm very thankful to the to the Jeep Talk Show team, Tony, Josh, Chuck, and the behind-the-scenes crew... And to be able to share my newbie nugget ideas for the new Jeepers listening. Of course, the JTS show wouldn't be the same without you, the listener. Thank you for coming back week after week and catching any one of our four episodes a week. You make it fun and exciting to show up every week and create content that is helpful and entertaining. Getting to meet and wheel with listeners is an extra bonus that I look forward to. Now, I'm really thankful to my husband, Bill, and to Don Alexander for all the knowledge they've imparted and guidance in all things Jeep-related. It is because of Don that I met Tony, by the way, and thus am on the show. Funny how things work out like that. So I'm it's also, all his fault. Yeah, I that's what I'm thinking. It's, it's Don's fault. <laughs> exactly. I'm also thankful that our Jeep runs and Bill can fix anything. I'm happy that he also knows how to put gas in it and keep it topped off occasionally. Yeah, you have to go back and listen to some previous episodes to understand that little pun. Seriously, without our Jeep, we wouldn't have met all the amazing people in this great community. Jeeping has opened so many doors for me, I had no idea were possible. The places we have gone, the trails we've blazed, and the amount of people we've met and remain in contact with is almost mind-boggling when I think about it. So what are you thankful for? You know, this Jeep community is a strong group of Jeep owners that share a bond, whether we know each other or not. We wave as we pass on the highway, we help fellow Jeepers on the trail, and we make friends when we least expect it. I'm hoping that this holiday season gets you out on the trails and that you have a wonderful Thanksgiving holiday. And if you happen to need a distraction from too much family or activities, you know, you can always get caught up on past episodes. We have four a week now. That's awesome. And speaking of the website, you'll also find the largest library of Jeep terminology there too. So check it out at jeeptalkshow.com. So guys, what are some of the things you're grateful for? Oh, I'm I'm always grateful this time of year for family and friends. Uh, I've I've got a pretty good support network, uh, people uh, in my life who I appreciate very much, uh, who I respect a great deal. 
and uh, who, uh, to be honest, I, I don't know where I'd be without him. So uh, you all know who you are, and I'd like to thank you all very, very much. That's cool. You know, I got a great family and a, a great extended family. Of course, I'm uh, I'm technically an orphan now because uh, both my parents uh, have uh, passed away. My mom mm-hmm. uh, at 96, uh, but uh, two three years ago. So um, the the family that I have is is mainly my wife's family, and of course my family, my girls, my boys, and uh, <clears throat> oh, and this is interesting. So uh, I, uh, I the, the the big event t- today was uh, we received a, uh, a, a flower delivery, and it was from uh, my, uh, it, well, you know, it's supposed to be from my oldest son and his wife, but let's be honest, it was from his wife. Okay. <laughs> and it, it said was, both, Tony, go with it. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, I know. It was uh, an announcement that uh, the their next child is going to be a boy. Oh, Oh, you're that's gonna be exciting. a grandpa. I'm already a grandpa because I have. Uh, oh, okay. They, they currently have another a, one. They have a daughter, and uh, so they're they they found out today. Uh, well, uh, they announced it today that it's going to be mm-hmm. a, a baby boy. So nice. uh, I'm grateful for, the, for that as well. So I told my son. Um, I said, uh, "Well, we received the flowers. Uh, you know, tell PJ thank you." <laughs> 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 and uh, I said, that's great news. Um, having a son, I see a, uh, a son-daughter grudge, grudge match in your future. <laughs> <laughs> that's really great. I didn't even mention my family per se, but I just uh, was kind of keeping it in the Jeep sort of community. But yeah. Well, I mean, I am they're, they're your thankful. family. They'll point that out whenever you didn't mention your family. <laughs> well, that is true. I would say, you know, and actually my, my dad listens, so I should say thank you, dad, because he does come with us a lot of times on the Jeep trips and stuff, but... Obviously, we ride the motorcycle together and do stuff like that. So I'm super grateful to have that time with him, but um, and my daughter and my grandkids and all that stuff. So it's really, it's just amazing to be grateful and to take that time to say thank you. And it's just hard to do that for everybody these days. We get so darn busy, you yeah. know. So well, I mean, you have to remember, especially because life is always changing. There's always challenges. There's things that happen that you don't like, and always getting in the way. Yeah, and yeah, you, and you have to remember just how damn lucky you are. I know. So true. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it's, 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 it is a wonderful life. And the, and I'll, I'll make it Jeep related. I'll make it Jeep talk show related uh, to start something up like this and then have Josh come in uh, mm-hmm. after about maybe a year or less and stick with it. And, and Wendy, you've been here for so long. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Chuck, my God, I was just waiting for Chuck to burn out after two months of being so excited. <laughs> About the show, and he's still going strong and going I know, to SEMA. Man, I can't wait for that tank to run out of gas. And yeah, he's like, I'm done with y'all. With we the had choice words. We had four, <laughs> and I know I've mentioned this already, but we had four volunteers at SEMA representing the Jeep Talk Show. That's what's amazing is that whole, I call them behind the scenes crew, you know, that our listeners may not realize that we've got people that are helping us in ways that are I need I need to come up amazing. with an accurate account, but counting you guys, counting the hosts, I think we've got 10 or 12 people uh, that are Jeep talk show volunteers supporting the show and helping it grow in the background. And it is just amazing. Just what amazing. What other podcast has that kind of a volunteer network? Well, that, wait a minute. Let, let it our show, right? We're no longer the podcast. That's right. Not a podcast. Right? We're a show, a show now because we're doing four shows a week. So, yeah. hey, and speaking of that, with there's that many of us, I think we need like a secret decoder ring or we need some <laughs> kind of a little badge or something. I mean, come on, right? We need something that sort of puts us all together. Okay, yeah. never mind. Jeep, are you listening? <laughs> 
<laughs> special edition out there just calling for this. Exactly. Just just special saying. one for us. <laughs> so so Jeep could come out with a uh, a Josh model. Uh, it uh, have a blown engine. And, no. Uh, oh, there you go. <laughs> but it would look really nice. You had to nice. bring that up, didn't you? Edition, and there'd be like, like a, uh, it'd be full of microphones and speakers or something. Oh, that would be cool, wouldn't it? Little, that would be recording cool. Stu- That's what you should do with the XJ. You don't have to That's do anything right. with the motor. Just set it up as a recording <laughs> studio. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I could certainly gain this room back to the house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. And, and we just set up the camera and, you know, oh, it was that, that idea that somebody had a long time ago that you and I should be in the front seat oh. of a Jeep. And uh, yeah. do the show, and I said, "Well, we're well, there's a thousand miles distance between us, but you know, electronically, we could probably do it." <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, it's great. All right. Well, do you have a topic or suggestion for Numi Nuggets? We'd sure love to hear from you. You can also find me on our YouTube channel at Trails Four One One. You'll find lots of great content with tips, tricks, and techniques. Well, Jeeper, how about we give something away? Now, we've talked about, uh, we're talked about, you know, doing giveaways here on the show on a fairly regular basis. And, well, we've had a, a fair amount of things that we've given away, but we haven't really talked about who's won them yet. So I figured, okay, let's go ahead and, and start getting down the list. Let's give some of this stuff away that we've been trying to give away for, for a couple few episodes now. So uh, back on episode 699, I believe it was, we were talking about giving away a Midland Radio ammo can radio it's the mxp w500 ammo can base station and it comes with the mxt 500 an amazing radio uh this portable oh, uh, base let me station- correct you on them it does not come with the mxt 500 but this giveaway does they sell the oh. ammo can and the radio separate but this is a big deal because oh. this giveaway has both the ammo can and all the goodies with it the batteries and all that stuff and the radio that's made to fit in this thing. So that's the wow. big deal about this giveaway. That, so that's what makes this a $950 yes. value. Yes. Wow. Huge. Somebody Huge. super lucky. So, oh, no doubt, because they're getting the whole well, kit and caboodle. this is pretty cool for the first time a host has won this, and thank you. What? <laughs> uh, I don't think so. <laughs> wait, wait. Uh, I want was, this thing. I have no place I to put it. I want it, too, darn it. Like, come on. I will test it for Midland. They just need to give me one. I'll put it in. I will I will test it here in Big Bear. High elevation. Come on. <laughs> so this uh, this amazing radio, the MXT500 portable base station, it comes with a powerful 10-amp-hour life probe uh, for built into a genuine surplus 5.56 ammo can. This isn't some plastic knockoff here. This is the real deal. The base station is completely waterproof and nearly crush-proof as well, allowing you to take your micro mobile on the go without worrying about battery life, things like that. With Check this out. 40 to 50 hours of listening wow. time and 3 to 20 hours of general use. Pair that with the MXT500 with 50 watts of power. This, is all, this whole thing is going to make your range just limitless. You're going to be able to get out without a doubt. So happy to announce our giveaway winner is Nathan S. of Ambridge, Pennsylvania. He was the third correct, and I'll tell you about the correct, caller for the Midland Radio USA.com. Did somebody get the the phrase wrong? He was the fourth caller, but he was the third correct caller, the one to say the, the phrase that pays correctly. So... Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that somebody probably went, if you go back and listen, you go, oh, damn it, 
I said adventure instead of uh, the right thing. <laughs> uh, well, congratulations, Nathan. That's pretty awesome. You have to tell us yeah, how you like it. Uh, we we were going to need to see pictures yes. of oh, you absolutely. this in action. Social 100%, media. man. You, you got yeah. to hook us up. So, yeah, hope you uh, enjoy this. Uh, this is going to be some great times have with this radio uh, for sure. And could talk about bragging rights. Come on, Gee. man. Say it from, this, from the highest mountaintops he can get to. He needs to shout it out where he won this. All right, well, listen, for more information about this radio and all the great comms gear that Midland offers, head over to MidlandUSA.com. And Nathan, make sure that in your social media post, and that it was plural, that you use hashtag Jeep Talk Show and hashtag giveaways. Yep. Gladiator. My name is Gladiator. Gladiators. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? Gladiator. Gladiator alert. Gladiator alert. So uh, I'm going to start with uh, the gladiator alert thing. If you haven't heard the uh, the episode, go back and listen to the uh, uh, vibration sensor. And it's not one of the standard vibration sensors that you can just buy. This is a really, it's a battery powered. Uh, it has a quarter mile range, yada, yada, yada. And uh, I put or it longer. On, yeah, yeah. Well, in fact, <laughs> yeah, that's very true. And uh, I, uh, I put it on the Gladiator so I could just get notifications if somebody's uh, out there uh, messing with the handle or maybe they're trying to get the uh, catalytic converter off of uh, off the Gladiator. It's mainly just something fun to do, fun to play with and test out. It's very inexpensive. And uh, I want to give you a Gladiator alert distance. So they say it's good up to a quarter mile. And I've noticed that um, it. Uh, I think it was within the quarter mile, but I think I got all the way from my house to the main road going out to I-10 this morning uh, with it giving me alerts. So um, I'd have to actually look at that, but I think that's greater than a quarter mile. I mean, you know, there's nothing written in stone, especially when it's radio frequencies because things can happen. But, and that's uh, just its connection to the base station, which is installed in your house, right? In, in my house, in a closet, uh, yeah. So And there's no external antenna for this thing. And is it is it eight hundred two eleven that it's what what frequency no. does it connect with? Uh, I think it's called LoRa or something. You'd have to to look that thing up, but it's a uh, kind of a low power, long distance. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, okay. Long. It's not it's not Wi Fi. It's something completely different. And that's one of the, so the this reasons. Is, this reasons. falls into maybe like the the old three G stuff, the the Internet of Things. No, no. Oh, really? No, uh, it's it's something completely different. Uh, but oh. uh, but look up uh, and I, th- I think I'm I think I'm saying that right. I just didn't have it here in front of me. But I be- believe the 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 uh, technology that's being used is uh, called LoRa, L O R A, right? And it's a, a long yeah. range. Uh, it's like a messaging type uh, service. Nine hundred and fifteen megahertz, Tony. Okay. So, uh, but yeah, it's it it, it makes the I'm sensors and stuff. The sensors and stuff really have they work wonderful. They're low power, and I think that's what the L and the Lo- Lo- the Laura is. And uh, yeah, it's just it's a lot of fun. But yeah, the best distance range that I told you guys about was about uh, uh, four or five miles, <laughs> which I still don't understand. It's just no way, no possible way. Unless there was a UFO going over the house at the time, and there was some sort of uh, time uh, space uh, conduit that was opened. <laughs> I still say it was somebody else's. They got an old router of yours or something. <laughs> it hooked Piggy up back. to it. I, <laughs> 
Yeah, and actually, I haven't researched that because I'm I'm assuming that it's paired to the specific uh, device that I have here in the house. But maybe it's it will link to any of them any of them that's out there. Uh, that'd be well, interesting. Maybe to it's know. maybe it's like uh, you know certain car keys. They only made like five versions of a car key or something like that. And so you know if if you just got enough of them out there. Uh, chances are, you know, it, it's it's just piggybacking on like well, like what uh, like Wendy said, piggybacking there, um, because it, it it doesn't have the security behind it to you know maybe they only have you know five passcodes or something, and so uh, or five different frequency sets or something like that. So it, anytime it goes by a house who has a device that is sharing that that, that is using that same frequency, it's oh, I'm just going to pair up to that one because it thinks that, that it's home. Um, so do you guys remember the the cordless phones when they first came out oh yeah uh there was no security on them no no not at all you'd get uh, somebody's baby monitor or if you, <laughs> if you were able to hook one up close enough to uh to a drive-through you could sometimes screw with them so oh, yeah so i'm not saying that i ever did this but th- <laughs> theoretically but, you could drive uh, around the neighborhood with your handset <laughs> and make random 911 calls <laughs> Oh, for F's sake. <laughs> I don't even want to hear this. Let's next moving on. <laughs> Tony, that's horrible. I'm not on saying that, I did. That, I'm just saying you that, could. I got to go down this rabbit trail. I'm sorry. I got to go down this rabbit trail. Here so, we go. See, so this is what happens. There was, there was a period in time where uh, uh, Comcast, all of their, their cable boxes used the exact same remote that used the exact same frequency. <laughs> this oh, is no, what happened no. in Poltergeist. If you remember them fighting over the TV, go ahead. So you could, you you could, if you if you knew that your neighbor across the street, for instance, also had Comcast, you could, with your remote from your living room window, at the right angle, change their channel. Oh, the football <laughs> game! You know, if you could see the TV at the fo- big football game, big play. So you've been told, right, Josh? You, you were you were told that's what happened. Oh no 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 no! I I have I have done this endlessly. You did it! Oh my gosh! I've messed, messed with friends. I've messed with friends' parents. I've messed with people's oh, grandparents. Man. No, I I've I have had endless amounts of fun with this. Randomly turning people's TVs on and off, cranking the volume. You know, and and they don't know. They don't know. Right. They're, they're looking down at their remote. They're hitting it with their hand. <laughs> they put it underneath the seat cushion. You know, nothing works. They can't figure it out. And then, you know, weeks later, weeks later, you know, you bring it up in conversation or something like that. Would you believe that my TV has been acting up lately? And they'll be just like, (laughs) you too? (laughs) Then they start uh, coordinating the uh, the angles and stuff like uh, the police do when somebody is a sniper. They they trace it back to the origin. So, you know, uh, the, <laughs> it's uh, it, there's so many things that you can do. I actually found uh, or heard anyway that uh, you can uh, communicate with the overhead displays at uh, like fast food places because it's all <sighs> controlled through the radio. God. So you could literally can change the display. Oh, geez. You could Here literally put Jeep talk show. I'm not saying do it. But I'm saying oh. get a picture if you do. That would be awesome. somebody somebody here in the Portland metro area. This was years ago, five six years ago at least I think. Um, had taken one of those roadside construction reader boards, mm-hmm. you know, that says you know like left lane closed ahead, you know that sort yeah. of stuff, or you know yeah. you know right lane merges left, you know, or you know detour ahead, you know that kind of stuff. And it was like um, you know caution zombie area or something like that, or or you know active zombie hunting area or something something oh zombie related. Gosh. Uh, so, but but somebody had hacked one of those and and put up a uh, a, a funny little message. That's pretty funny. All right, so you guys might remember me talking about uh, death wobble, and I, I like mm-hmm. to call it minor death wobble. 
Uh, and would that be something like a bad cough wobble? It's not really anything you figure you're going to die from, but you know you're it's not. Whoop, whooping, whooping, whooping cough. Whooping, <laughs> whooping wobble. <laughs> so uh, I had that this morning, and it lasted a, a quite a long time, about 49 miles an hour. Um, yes, I was in a 40-mile-per-hour zone, so maybe they do that now to slow you down. Uh, but I just kind of kept going, and it was a wobble, wobble. But it wasn't violent, so it wasn't even something that I was concerned that – uh, we might cause any okay, damage let, or lose control. Let, let's put this into perspective for for the listeners. I mean, com, uh, uh, compare this to something like uh, I definitely just lost a wheel weight on one of my wheels versus the steering wheel is going from from three o'clock to nine o'clock, you know, back and forth, worst death wobble you can imagine. Where did this fall in 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 the in that in that range? Probably less than an inch of deflection on the uh, the steering wheel. So not, you know, one side so, or the other. So more like a vibration? Yeah, but I, I don't get any vibrations. I mean, the Gladiators are relatively new, and it's very smooth to drive. And, Agreed. Uh, and this is, uh, this is definitely a wobble. And it, it could be that, uh, that steering stabilizer that's damaged. I haven't replaced it. I didn't really want to re- replace the, the low-hanging fruit. Um, so it, it potentially could be that, but it's very minor, but I think it had something to do with the, the near, uh, deadly, uh, temperatures we've been having here in Southeast Texas. So I think it was like 55 this morning. And, uh, so it was very cold outside and wait, you know how, wait, how mechanical things don't fare very well. It was like, it was like 37 when I got to work this morning. <laughs> 37. Dang. It was 14 here. Give me a oh, break. Geez, what wait. the hell? No bragging. There's 55. No bragging. I will take that. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> so I figured you guys would have fun with that. And, and really send blankets. Everybody send blankets. I need blankets. <laughs> so, you know, the, back, back in the day, Tony, uh, you know, when, when the, the, the death wobble conversation would, would come up and, and somebody would come up with the advice, oh, you, need, you just need to replace your, your steering stabilizer. And those of us in the know would say, no, that's not going to cure your death wobble. Right. It's just going to mask, mask it. Right. So I would, I would argue you may be in the same camp. There might be something that's loose under your Jeep. I don't know what that could be. I mean, you know, a track bar uh, amount or something like that. I, I, I don't know. Um, but it might be worth climbing underneath of there with a torque wrench and, and maybe going to town. So um, uh, re- if, if you, you remember, this, this happened right after the, uh, the tire rotation. And I was going to uh, take it in and have all the tires balanced and stuff. Uh, because, you know, they put the rear on the front and, uh, I would assume they're balanced, but it's been off road a few times so I, I could have always lost a weight or something, but I don't, I don't experience this all every time. It's just yes. uh, every <laughs> once in a while that it happens, but I think it's tire related. But, um, but have you been underneath and tightened and checked everything? Because if your tires are even, are not lined up perfectly underneath that track bar and you're slightly off, even just a tiny bit, you could actually get this on a random basis yeah no i'm not uh i haven't torqued anything there's uh <laughs> it's it's a little over a year old and i don't want to tear something up just simply because uh i think it's no, a tire i think it's a tire related issue you're not you're just that's checking the bolts that's all you're just checking all your connections to make sure everything is cranked down because you have been off-road and things do get tweaked and things do get loose i mean we're always retightening something so Hell, even saying, an alignment issue can yes. present vibration in the steering wheel Absolutely. So, I mean, you've you've like self-admitted had it off-road a couple times. We saw that video of you. I will never admit to being off-road. <laughs> 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 Nobody will believe me anyway. Uh, 
Uh, so, I mean, there, there, maybe there's a chance that something just got kind of slightly tweaked out of spec and, mm-hmm. uh, um, you're, you're not in a hundred percent true alignment anymore. Uh, and yep. it's just, you know, depending on the, the temperature, the road conditions, uh, you know, the grooves in the road, even moon uh, phase you know, it might, might, you know, that's why you're getting this intermittent right. issue yeah. comes and go. No, I'm just, I'm just kind of reporting it. I, 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 I can I figure it out uh, all day, but I appreciate the input. But uh, yeah, I'll I'll figure it out. I just want to kind of report well, on it. Keep us posted. That yeah. it, it, yep. went, it went for a lot longer time today. And of course, when I changed, uh, I slowed down a little bit. It went away and, and stayed gone. So uh, it just uh, was uh, really, really strange. Now, uh, I don't know if, uh, I think I mentioned this. Uh, we uh, went to Bill, uh, Jeep Talk Show team members, Bill and uh, John and uh, some of uh, their friends and I went out to uh, Hidden Falls a couple of weekends ago, and uh, we were airing the tires back up uh, at the uh, the station. You remember it, Josh? Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. Hidden Falls has a great airing up station there, where it's a centrally located compressor that seems to be in the cloud somewhere. I don't know. You right. never hear it. Um, but they've cool. got like these old hitching posts uh, lined up, and they've got all these uh-huh. airing stations up where you can air wow. back up. Yeah, well, that's really, nice. Great. Yeah, they're really nice. And uh, I went over there to air up, and of course, uh, people were uh, bitching at me because they were going, "Yeah, it must be nice to have your horn honk at you when you get to the right, uh, <laughs> the right PSI." <laughs> I so would be turning that off. I'm sorry, that is yeah. nothing I want to deal it, with. It always scares me when I'm airing up the yes, front tires, especially in the front, because you don't yeah. expect it. And all of a sudden, you're like, "What the hell?" Well, yeah, I, that's, I that's expected it. It, it still scared me. That's the problem. Still so, so anyway, I got three tires aired up, and the fourth tire is still at 14 PSI no air i mean you you could get air out of the hose but it was not any pressure coming out of the Uh-oh. hose oh because you because it needed to what cycle again i, the, I don't compressor. know but everybody was having the same problem and you wouldn't think it would run out of air they must have 10 airing stations there yeah but if it's not a full duty cycle 100 percent duty cycle it's gonna need yeah. to, yeah. to or cool just to more, sink- cool down or something so hang on a second I'll, I'll tell you the answer this is what i'm getting oh, to. okay oh. so oh. so i i wasn't able to fill up that last tire but thankfully uh one of the the folks that came out was airing up next to me and he had a power tank so okay. he pulled that that power tank out and filled up my uh my tire and i was able to nice of him yeah absolutely and it was pretty quick wasn't it you're like okay are we done what happened here yeah and it was neat because he could pull it out and we actually asked a question on a recent roundtable episode uh air tank or a compressor Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and and then some people, especially Greg Henderson, is same same boat I I would be in, which I always say both. I mean, I don't yeah. have any plans on getting a tank, an air tank, anytime soon. But I would think that would be the best of both worlds. And yes. certainly in this situation, where you know you rely on Hidden Falls and their air uh, air pressure, and it didn't uh, work. There, yeah. it, it didn't work, and yep. it was like, damn it, I need to get my air compressor uh, wired up. Yep. I need to run we- that long yeah, power. So in, when these things happen. Yeah, we, we actually have both. We have a Viair, a full 100% duty cycle mm-hmm. that is portable. We can actually move it to Jeep to Jeep yep. to help people out. Oh, nice. The, the old-fashioned way. It you know, takes time to do that. And then we have a power tank. So we, we carry both, and we do it not only for training, but just for that exact thing happens. Somebody needed one tire aired up, or they you know put took too much air out in the, you know when they're on getting ready on the trail. Then we can help them get aired back up really quickly. So. So yep, I highly recommend it. So John Lee, a Hidden Falls member, <clears throat> uh, cued us in at the, what the issue was. It's on a timer. So you have <laughs> to reset the timer. Oh, my gosh. What? Well, 
There you go. I don't remember, I don't remember there being a knob. A lot of people didn't because everybody was sitting there messing with the hose going, ah, my tire's not where, filling where's up. Where's the knob? Did they like hide it up in a tree or something? I, well, if if you if you think back, I know you haven't been there but a couple of times. If you think back, oh, it, the, the, the telephone pole thing that they have that, you know, is the, like the fence, it goes way on down to a building, probably 50 feet away. And right. I don't know because I didn't I didn't know about the timer, but it has to be over there because the other end That's is be, is the, yeah. the driveway. So right. uh, so it must be down there. But uh, yeah, John said there was a, a timer that needed to be reset, uh, and it oh. makes sense. You know, you don't want the run sure. thing running twenty four seven. But uh, the, a sign would be nice. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> but I got to see a power tank in action. <laughs> oh, they're oh, nice. Cool. They are very nice. So that's uh, that's fun with the gladiator, and uh, yeah, there'll be uh, there'll be more things in the future, I am sure. This segment of the show is brought to you by Lug Nuts. There's nothing like Lug Nuts to secure a wheel to a Jeep. Get yours now, and be sure to ask for genuine Lug brand nuts for your Jeep wheels. That's Lug Nuts. Why did you become a paid subscriber to the Jeep Talk Show? I love the show. I've listened to you guys free for how long years now, and I figure I time to give back. You can be a paid subscriber and help support the show you love, the Jeep Talk Show. It'll just uh, help help the show out, and and then in the end, it'll be Jeep Talk Show in my ear holes. You know, just go to JeepTalkShow.com and look for the big yellow subscribe button. It'd be nice to give back to uh, so that you guys can continue on. Because if they love the show, then why shouldn't you? Why shouldn't you give back just a little? So we've been uh, accepting paid subscriptions here for a little while, and uh, I'll just be honest with you, they, they really have fallen off. Uh, we uh, You go over to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact, you can see the various uh, 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 paid subscriptions that we have available there. And you know, you're, you're not really getting anything more because you, you, you get the show for free. Four episodes a week you get for free. So this really is just out of the goodness of your heart, wanting to, to support something that you really enjoy. Uh, and, uh, and and people have stepped up and, and done that. And we really appreciate it. So uh, if you go there, I think there is a a, a, a little like a, a trail badge, style trail badge that has the Jeep Talk Show logo on it that you can get uh, for uh, two of the, the paid subscriptions. And I, I recently saw that somebody uh, had uh, given us another uh, $100 um, um, paid subscription thing. And I went and looked at it, and it's uh, a renewal. Uh, kind of like the way uh, Travis used to let his uh, $100 paid subscription renew until he didn't anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Travis, what's going on? But he, but he did. I mean, for a couple of years, that was, uh, yeah, that was, was very, very he, nice of Travis. He was a, a big supporter. I'm, yeah. Just, yeah. I'm, just, I'm just giving him a hard time. So, uh, <laughs> so anyway, uh, that was, uh, that was nice. So I, I, I'm, I'm anticipating a cancellation, uh, right after this, uh, reoccurring payment. <laughs> I'm sorry. No refunds. <laughs> well, no, if they ask for, it, I certainly do it. Cause I, but it is holiday and this is the time of giving. So think right. of it that way, folks, just, you know, well, reach not, into your pocket and donate. That's kind of cool. Not only that, it's like, do you, do you want to see us fail? Do you, do you want us to go away? <laughs> I mean, if not, then then that then this is a show that you believe in and that you want yeah. to see succeed. You want to see grow, and and you can be a part of that. You can help that growth, and it's just all all it is is just a paid subscription. 
Yeah. And, and so it's not like, well, I, I expected to get something for my three cents. It's, and that's not exactly how, well, I'm sure we're going to send you some stickers. We're going to send you some niceties. You'll get a little bit of swag and all that kind of stuff too. But, you know, uh, at the same time, it, it's, it's out of the, like Tony said, the kindness of your heart to help us grow, to help us hit that next level, you know, and, and getting us to SEMA, that was a big part of it. Um, and of course, uh, you know, getting us to these other shows that are coming up in 2023, you know, we can't do it without you, the listener. So help right. us, help you, help us get to these big shows, help us grow this show and dominate the world. Yeah. Well, also, it also helps when we're doing our little runs that we're talking about doing regionally. So we just did one here in Southern California and there's Hidden Falls is planned. We're doing stuff next year. So you want to make sure you're part of that. Yeah, if we would have had just a couple more subscribers, I probably could have gotten down to Southern California. We uh, oh, darn we, it. we need to do a PBS-style episode where we just... <laughs> Dialing uh, for dollars. Yeah. Bank the phones right going and <laughs> call them now. If you get any use out of PBS... <laughs> oh, we if just got to do like an right eight-hour Facebook Live, you know. And, oh, and, yeah, and, really. <laughs> You know what? If it's eight hours long, they'll be paying us to shut up. It'll be like, that's right. it. We've had enough, y'all. Stop it already. You want I us to stop? Pay down. right now. Oh, Subscribe. And we, need, and we need a little banner on the uh, Jeep Talk Show site like <laughs> Wikipedia has, you know? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> please donate just a dollar, please. Oh, <laughs> I hate asking for money. It's just fun doing the show. But, yeah. you know, if, like I said, if you get any enjoyment uh, out of the show, uh, consider becoming a paid subscriber. From the mind of Nikki G. Hey, this is Nikki G. And last week you guys talked about the uh, train derailment in Ohio. The town is pronounced Ravina. Uh, not whatever the hell Josh pronounced it. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, anyhow, what happened was I went to go visit my uh, dim-witted cousin, Ricky D. And our favorite pastime is putting quarters on the train tracks. Oh, boy. And so we decided to do that. But unfortunately, Ricky D keeps his change in the ashtray of his truck. And, well, you know, long story short, I have a lot of Jeep parts slightly used I'd like to sell. <laughs> well, that's not why I'm calling. I'm calling to tell you that money can't buy you happiness, but it could buy you a happy meal. And incidentally, I went to McDonald's and uh, had, had a kid's meal. Yeah, the mother wasn't too excited about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys and girls, I'll chat at you later. And have a good one. Bye. He's he said, digging deep for those. What do you say? Ricky Ricky D? Yeah. That reminds me of, of, of Rick D's, the old, the old top yes. thing. Oh. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, that's immediately where my mind went, and I, I couldn't get out of out of hearing his voice. No, so. you're so true. Yeah. Ricky, I, I was thinking of Tricky D, the Richard Nixon uh, reference. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Good one, Tony. Good one. Oh, man. All right. So, coming up this week, we're on episode 717, our Friday episode, Dennis Wood with Terraflex. Dot com. That's oh, a, a company that's near a and dear to my heart. Yeah, the, that these guys make just some amazing stuff. I got actually got one of their. Yeah, I got a key to a Terraflex keychain right here on my microphone. Very cool. Hey guys, it's Bob, uh, Coleman, Colorado. So Chuck was uh, giving some grief in the Discord again about overlanding is just camping, and I wanted to point out that there's <laughs> nothing new. 90-plus percent everything we do and have is regurgitated, including the term overlanding. It's been used before, long before this latest marketing trend. But 
I want Chuck to tell you what the W and O mean in the Willie's emblem. Just, just out of my own curiosity. I want to see if he knows what that W and O mean. All right. Have a good one, guys. Since uh, Chuck has joined, joined the show, he's learned how to do Google searches, so he should have the answer for you. I, I know the answer, but... Uh, well, maybe, our, I, maybe our listeners want to uh, call in and tell us the answer. Maybe I think I do, yeah. So, yeah, call in right now uh, to our voicemail line. Head over to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact. You'll find our general voicemail line, not the giveaway voicemail line. We do have two different phone numbers they are specific and uh and related to to one thing only so call our, our general voicemail line and uh, and let us know what you think the w and o stand for uh and 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 whether or not you think that chuck is going to get it right <laughs> you must have needed this every day I need it. it's the deep talk shows must have stuff pick of the week for your jeep you know, if you listen to the show for a little while, you've heard that I like Jeep things. It's just the way it is. Books, collectibles, things Jeep-related that would sit on a shelf or a mantle. I've got a small collection here of things, and, and every so often I find an item that I, I think would look good on, on one of your shelves as well, or, or perhaps a corner of your own desk or mantle. Now, typically at the top of these lists are things like models, and they've ranged from wooden models to Lego models and, and beyond. And for this week's must-have pick of the week for your Jeep, I have found a rather cool little CJ2A model that I think that you're going to like as well. This CJ2A Jeep model is handmade out of tin. It features many intricate exterior parts such as windshield wipers, fenders, wheels, grills, headlights, spare tires, storage compartments, and a unique open holes body. I promise you, you've never seen a Jeep quite like this one. For the interior, it includes seats, steering wheel, stick shift, and small details on the dash. Display this model anywhere you'd like, and it will surely make for a one-of-a-kind conversational piece. It's truly a must-have for the collector and enthusiast alike. Overall dimensions are about 5 inches wide or so, about 6.5 inches tall, thereabouts, and about a foot long or so. It weighs just over 1.2 pounds, and it comes fully assembled. And for a price of only 55 bucks for a Jeep like this, it's well worth the deal. So this is not something you actually make and put together like some of the other things you showed us, the puzzles and things like that? Right. So this one does come fully assembled, ready to go right out the box. And this is made from a a company called Old Modern Handicrafts. And and if you look them up, they actually make some amazing stuff, some some very, really cool old battleships and, you know, like sailing vessels and things like that. All kinds of really cool... um, you know, mantle type of, of, of worthy artwork, if, if you will, you know, but it's all stuff like this, like, like a Jeep or a boat or a crane or, you know, whatever. They've got all kinds of different stuff. So, but this is one out of their collection. I thought really kind of fit the bill. Uh, it's at a really reasonable price point. They do have other Jeeps that are substantially more expensive than this, uh, but they also come with a lot more stuff. And, and this one's available on Amazon. Uh, very easy to get. Uh, certainly be worth uh, sitting on a shelf or a desk or, or mantle over at your house. And I'm just curious, do the wheels turn or is it just what you see? Just it's a, doesn't move. As far as I know, it rolls. But oh, okay. uh, that's, that, cool. that's a good question. I, I now from what I understand, you know, it, it doesn't have like steering linkage or or you know right. drive lines, things like that. The the detail only goes so far. Uh, but nonetheless, like I said, conversational piece. Uh, you're not going to see uh, something like this in in every household or on every Jeepers shelf. 
And Chuck's going to be sad he missed the episode. Yeah, he's going to be listening. <laughs> he listens. Wait a minute, what is? I got to go see this. He what he's like, what? It's metal. Episode. It's a metal Jeep, and I don't have it. Okay, yeah. here you go. He he will uh, complain uh, on the Discord server, which uh, you can get an invite to that by going to jeeptalkshow.com/slash/contact. But he will complain on the Discord server about. Uh, I sure wish I had a new episode to listen to oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on Mondays. Yeah. Well, Jeeper, now that you must have one of these cool little Metal Fab Collector's Jeeps, we're going to make it very easy for you. Just head over to jeeptalkshow.com and look for the link in the show notes for episode 714 and get one for your very self. Hey, in the meantime, while you're over at Jeep Talk Show, be sure to uh, head over to our contact page where you're going to find a link to uh, click and sign up for our newsletter. In that Jeep Talk Show newsletter is all kinds of great information. We've got stuff about who we're going to be talking to and when, what we're going to be giving away and when. That's your best bet to get in on that action, how to win one of our many giveaways that we're doing all the time. And of course, how you could join in on our Tuesday Roundtable episodes, where we basically open up the microphones, open up the phone lines, and invite you, the Jeeper, to join us around the world's biggest roundtable of, well, nothing but Jeepers. And we talk... Well, Jeep, of course. Every Tuesday it happens. It happens live. You can be a part of the very next Tuesday roundtable and be a part of a Jeep talk show recording. It's a lot of fun, and sometimes we even have a celebrity pop in for a little bit of Q&A, something like that. So join in on the Tuesday roundtable episodes. Sign up for the Jeep talk show newsletter. Head over to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact today. You get all the information right then and there. Well, Jeeper, looks like this episode of the Jeep Talk Show has come to the end of the trail, but we've got another episode coming up right around the corner. Until then, be sure to consider becoming a paid subscriber today. And as always, thank you for listening to the world's most downloaded Jeep podcast. Behind every great Jeeper is a significant other rolling their eyes. (laughs) Podcasting since 2010.